Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you bi-weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from virtual CFOs, CPAs, and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you the results you need both in business and building the life you deserve. For joining us for episode number 91 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, brought to you by PJS and Co CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and today we are talking about analyzing your business data and understanding and managing by percentages. So I'm definitely not breaking down this topic for you, but luckily we have Katina Peters to help us understand why this is a superior way of looking at things. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks, Megan. Uh, I really, you know, I know I'm always excited about our topics, maybe because we pick them together, but um, (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like this is just something that's, you know, not understood fully by a lot of people, you know, and, and percentages and how they can really help manage your business. So I really like kind of just discuss discussing this with people because I think it just can really open up a, a world of understanding, which is really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to to dig into it. And I think one of the first questions I want to ask is, you know, we talk about, okay, well, understanding and managing by percentages, that's great. But why are we doing that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you can kind of correlate it a little bit, you know, into life, like you understand things better you know, when it's explained by a percentage, if it's, you know, oh, there was, you know, a million people um, that went to parties over the weekend or something throughout the nation. It's like, well, okay, a million people, that's a lot of people. But really, is that percentage very big? Right. The whole population? Not really. (laughs) So, So I think in a, you know, in understanding any data, in the world, really, it, it, it does come back to looking and managing it a lot of times by a percentage because numbers can be small or big or, you know, strewed this way or that way. But but they don't have as much meaning, per se, if you don't understand the context of the numbers, right? Right. The percentages um, help us put some context around the data that we're looking at for our businesses in this situation that we're discussing today. So, you know, really looking at things. Yes, we look at numbers and, and you know, bottom line and you know, <laughs> numbers of employees and this and that as well. But the meaning and the context that we can put around that by looking at percentages really helps us better understand things about our our sales, understand things about our marketing, understand things about our costs, understand things about our team, about how our business is performing, et cetera. So it really puts a lot of context around that so that we can understand. Also, so that we can better manage. We can look into well, why is that percentage the way it is and not the way it was last year? Or, you know, why is that so different than the industry, et cetera? So we want to, you know, put the best tools in place for ourselves when we're looking at our business data in order to make better management decisions in order to grow our business better. So I would say that would be the superior reason I like to look at percentages and we want to, you know, manage in that way. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, 
it gives us something to compare to. I like the, it gives the numbers context without just looking like we give ourselves these revenue goals, for example, and we know we hit the number, but what does that mean for our business and the other aspects, comparatively speaking? Right. And what kind of growth is that? Okay. So we, we right. pluck a number out of the year, maybe, but hopefully we have more behind that number plucking. <laughs> right. So one of the <laughs> things um, a lot of times I'll look at is, okay, well, we'd like to hit X revenues for next year. What percent growth is that? Let's look at it from a percentage perspective. You know, that's a 20% growth, a 30% growth, whatever percentage, because I think, again, it gives that context of, okay, think, so stand back and think about what does that mean for our business if we need to do 30% more in sales, 30% more in business, operations, administration, billing, et cetera. Um, and are we, are we set up to do that? Is it achievable? How, what would we need to do to get there, right? Um, so it, it really, again, gives that context um, around the numbers, not just picking a number out of the air, um, because it, you, again, it can be applied not only to that number, but then throughout the business and what that means for goals and needs and all those kinds of things as well. So, in, and that can, again, go from revenue, revenue goals, costs, supply, you know, supply costs, uh, team costs, overhead costs, etc. I can say a lot of times we've heard from business owners, we're making more money, but we have no cash. Like they don't understand like the revenue <laughs> things are happening. And, you know, sometimes it can be timing of cash flow, you know, receivables, things like that. So we help them analyze that as well. But sometimes it's, oh, well, you're making more money, but it's costing you more money out the door before it's hitting your bottom line. So you're really not making more money on your bottom line. That's like not a fun place to be <laughs> because you're working harder. You have more, you know, more people, you have more complexity, you know, more things going on, but you're not retaining it. There's, there's inefficiencies somewhere in the business that's creating this problem. Um, and so we need to look at, you know, where are those coming from and, and the ways that we, look to analyze that is looking at percentages, um, first of all, on the profit and loss statement. So we have good accounting, you know, we're, you know, hopefully we got a good, good process in place for that. And we got timely information. Again, it's really important to have those timely touch points where we're keeping our weekly scorecard on certain things, but we're also looking at our financials on a regular basis and they're timely so we can make changes. But and looking at our profit and loss, you know, we have a revenue and, and we have different revenue streams, which a lot of times. So we like to kind of what percentage of our business is X revenue stream, what percentage is Y revenue stream. And that's important information to know um, for the operations, for sales, marketing and. But then also looking at percentage of costs, you know, what are our suppliers charging us? Um, what is our team costing us? What are our benefits costing us? What are, what is our rent costing us percentage wise? Yes, we know the number is there and the numbers are going to change as we grow, but percentage, are we keeping those percentages under control? Because if we increase our top line, but those percentages start to creep up, we're going to lose some bottom line. So there is right. some natural prog progression of growth in companies. Um, if you alone are doing everything, you're probably going to have really great cost percentages, <laughs> for, for, right. you know, because you're maintaining everything yourself. But you have to, you know, if you want to grow your business, you have to go beyond yourself, right? Can't do everything. Right. So you're going to likely lose a little bit of efficiency because, again, you know, if you're doing it all yourself, maybe you don't document all your processes 100% and you're not training people and you're not doing those kinds of things, right? So you're going to have some built-in efficiencies there. 
because you're just handling it all. As you grow and add people, there are going to be some additional costs that go in there. So there's some natural progression that some of those percentages are going to change as you grow. But you want to establish what they should look like based on, you know, the history, but also industry. We've talked about using industry reports before to be like, okay, what's a good percentage that I should be shooting for, for my salaries, for my benefits package, for my marketing uh, budget, et cetera, so that we can make sure those stay under control. Because if we blow the spending out for whatever reason and and we're growing, we're it, but we're not keeping it in, we're potentially going to end up with loss situations, cash flow problems. You know, we can really have some negative impacts if we're not keeping control of that. So we really want to make sure that we're w- watching those percentages month over month, year over year, and the trends, again, we talk about trends, trends of those percentages. Um, and sometimes trends happen from outside forces. You know, the workforce uh, labor shortage is tight right now. So probably I would expect our percentage for salaries and things like that to hire might creep up a little bit from previous years based on the current economics and situation. So there are going to be some expectations we can set with that as well. But the important part is to just be man- managing and and uh, looking at those and making sure that things are making sense. So there are some different components of your business or different functions, areas of your business that you can look at percentages in. And I, I, I fibbed a bit at the beginning when I said I wasn't going to help explain it because despite <laughs> what I... Say, uh-uh. I can do some math. <laughs> if I try real hard and apply myself, I can I can do math. <laughs> and Megan is saying that because the first thing on our list here, um, when looking at percentages to help tell the story of what's going on in the business is marketing percentages. So Megan, on marketing percentages, what are some things we can take a look at um, to kind of keep control of things? Yeah. So one of the things is conversions. And when I say conversions, that means how many leads are you converting to a qualified prospect into an actual client? So obviously, like you said, you can take the number of those. You can say, oh, wow, we got 50 conversions this year. But it doesn't really mean anything for the growth of your company unless you're looking at it maybe year over year or in comparison to what is the revenue that they brought in. And you have to look at those percentages in order to know like, okay, did you have 200 conversions last year? (laughs) You know, 50 could be really great or really terrible, depending on what you did the year prior and what your goals were. Right. But there's a lot that goes behind that too. Maybe you changed the product that you're selling or the service that you're selling. And rather than selling a $500 service, now you're selling a $3,000 service. So maybe 50 is really good because, you know, you had 200 conversions last year at $500, but you had 50 at 3,000. So you had a a big transition in the level of service that you're providing. You know, you, you can't just look at the percentages either because there's some backstory into what's happening with the services and what level of service you're selling. Right. And I think that goes to the goal setting, like you're saying, because um, in, in that new transition, for example, so, oh, okay, we've always had 
let's say historically 50% conversions, but Mm -hmm. we're going to do this new thing and we're going to charge more and we're going to expect maybe that we're going to get 25 to 30% conversions or something. So we're kind of setting what we think the expectations should be and then still monitoring it, like you said, using the percentage. And, and this one's interesting too, because you don't necessarily, I mean, high conversion sounds good, right? Like, Oh, we have an 80% conversion. Well, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> like, right. Does that mean, does that mean your prices are too low? Maybe, right. you know, so you need to look at those things too. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, because a high conversion rate, it means success in the sales, which is great, but it also could mean that your where your strategy is in the marketplace is not where you want it to be. Maybe you want to be a little higher price, have a little more competition, um, have a little less conversion. So it can help you also st- kind of just see how you're standing in the marketplace is looking too um mm-hmm. so i'd like to kind of go over that too because it's like oh we want high conversion of course we want all the sales we can get well kind of but we <laughs> we <Right>. want them <laughs> in a good place from a, a market value perspective so can also make us come back and say okay. and again we can look at industry like what's more typical what's you know things normally look like um to help us kind of monitor that and question if we're seeing Again, if we're seeing things that are way different than we expected, is there a reason for that? And if if it's good, it's great, and we go with it. If it's not, we adjust or whatever we need to do. Yeah, that's a great point. And then another one that we can look at is website analytics. So this is the the number of people coming to your website, looking at different pages, uh, the bounce rate, which means people that are leaving after looking at one page, the time spent on pages. You can there's number of analytics that you can pull when looking at your website, but really, again, taking a step back and looking at what is your goal. So what percentages matter to you? Does Have you seen a really big cor- correlation in people that spend over five minutes looking at your services page ultimately convert? Then that's probably an important percentage to get up. You know, your number of views for that page is really important. So the percentage year over year, month over month, you're going to want to track that. So again, comparing it to prior performance, which is going to go hand in hand with your social media metrics. And this is where, you know, likes, that's great, but they're, they're not paying your bills, you know? Um, So people like to focus. I know (laughs) they're called vanity metrics for a reason. Um, You know, I did not know that. I did not know they were called vanity metrics. Yeah. Uh, Because it feels good to get a bunch of likes, right? It's like that. (laughs) What do they call it? The dopamine rush. It's, um, you know, but it ultimately isn't really feeding into your business goals for most people. Maybe if you're an influencer and you're getting, you know, engagement based on that, but you have to really decide what does that mean for your business and what are your ultimate goals in performing and being on social media platforms. Yeah. And is that, con- like you're saying, is that converting into to dollars, you know, for right. what you want it to do, for sure. Right. And you can look month over month and, you know, maybe you haven't really done a whole lot on social media and then you start posting and, wow, I'm up 200% in engagement. It's like, well, you it's because you didn't post anything last month. So there's, um, that's, that's important to look at too, as far as like, yeah, like you said, from zero activity. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So that's important to look at too, as far as like, what is the content that you're comparing to the past Mm -hmm. month? Because that matters too. You can't just look at the percentage and 
you know, that's great. You can be excited about it, but also look a little deeper and figure out, well, why is that? Yeah, that makes me think of the little notifications I get from LinkedIn and, you know, oh, this many people are viewing your profile and this and that yeah. and you're up at this percent. And then, you know, and then you're looking and it's like, you know, they it, it makes it sound like it's been really recent, but that's like the last six months or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's all people trying to sell you something too, right? Like, <laughs> so yeah. you know, again, it's uh it's interesting, but uh, gotta gotta keep it all in context, whether it's percentages or or not, <laughs> for sure, yep. definitely. Yep. Uh, all right, so here's one. Uh, you know, we're getting into a little bit more. Um, so those are kind of the marketing percentages and KPIs. Um, looking at key performance indicators in general, so not just marketing, as well. Um, percentages are incredibly useful. And I can kind of tie this one a little bit into the marketing because it's turnover of client and staff or team members, um, whatever your structure is there, because, you know, that a lot of times ties back into marketing too, um, you know, looking at the, the lifetime value of clients and client satisfaction and those kinds of things kind of all tie in. But, but you want to, you know, be monitoring those kinds of things to make sure that you're getting the best value that the client, you know, why are they leaving? Maybe you're just running short-term projects and that's the nature of your business. Um, but, you know, if you're um, in a long-term client relationship business and you're having a lot of turnover, you probably want to, you know, monitor those percentages and make sure that you're happy with their percentages or seeing what's going on in your business. You know, if there's something in the process that's, um, whether you're setting expectations, we're not being met later. So we're not setting the right expectations, mm -hmm. perhaps, or in the process somewhere, we're not doing something correctly and, and people are not happy with the service or what have you. We want to make sure that we're monitoring those percentages because that can, again, point to a potential problem in the business. Same thing with our staff or team members. Like if we have a lot of high turnover, some of that's historical in the business, um, you know, and and I think it also tends, you have to look also from time frame. Like, you know, if you have a lot of turnover in the first 90 days, I mean, I think that's probably going to be a little more common because maybe it just wasn't a good match or, you know, for you or them or whatever. But then, you know, going into the longer term, um, are, are people satisfied with their work? Are they, you know, feeling fulfilled? Are they feeling just compensated things like that because it's you know as we know it's expensive to add clients it's expensive to add add staff team members and train them so we want to set that up the best way that we can for the long-term benefits and monitoring those things helps us to question you know what's going on inside the internal processes of the business that may be causing percentages to be something other than what we would like them to be uh, or what they should be okay then we've got things like utilization, realization, production. So utilization is, are we using our full capacity of our company, the people that are producing or, um, and you're, you're typically, and I'll just say you're typically not going to be at hundred percent all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> don't expect that. <laughs> um, but why not? Uh, you, yeah. You, <laughs> you do want to monitor, you know, where you're at with your utilization percentages. Are you, you know, getting enough sales to utilize your people and are those percentages staying pretty stable if you have a lot of maybe ups and downs in your utilization, maybe think kind of stepping back strategically and looking at the business, like how can we smooth that out? I mean, it could be like this project, this project, this project, and then you have a bunch of downtime in between. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's a way to smooth that out throughout the year, um, adjust your marketing 
plan maybe to go after different types of projects or or different cadence in the timing of the projects. And something that we like to do also is these pipeline meetings, what we call pipeline meetings. So pipeline meetings look at capacity, utilization, and sales and try to cohesively bring them together. Like, okay, we know our capacity is X and our utilization right now is let's say 90%. Um, but we know in like two months, we're going to have a couple projects fall off. We're going to have some capacity available. Hey, sales team, you know, we need to look to fill that up. So we have that pipeline discussion between operations and sales, you know, with what's going on so that we can hopefully can just improve the overall metrics of the business, which obviously falls back to you know, profitability and growth and, you know, all those things for right. sure. And then realization is how effectively are we doing our jobs? You know, especially in the service business, you know, how much billing are we putting in versus how much time are we spending? And, and are those correlatively good numbers or could we be being more efficient or could we maybe be pricing better? Maybe we're not pricing as high as we should be or we're pricing too high or, you know, whatever. We can look at that percentage regularly to make sure that our correlation between time spent, you know, cost spent, et cetera, versus what our billing looks like is making sense and is, is staying static or staying where we want it to be or improving, again, if, if that's our goal, to improve it, to make sure that we're, you know, this is a KPI that's going to drive those cost percentages we were talking about on the P&L. So let me just tie it back to that. So if we're not utilizing and realizing correctly, our costs are going to be high and our revenues are not going to cover as much of our cost, so our percentage is going to drop. So these are the underlying key performance indicator factors underneath those cost percentages. So that's, you know, again, why they're very important to look at. So anything to add there, Megan, with regards to KPI percentages? Well, so we've talked about the scorecard before. Is this something that should be monitored on, it's probably you know, depending on the organization, but a monthly basis, a weekly basis, does it matter? You know, maybe you're having issues with one, you monitor it more frequently. How, how yeah, should I think, go about doing that? Yeah, I think typically on these ones specifically, and, and obviously there's lots of KPIs that we're not <laughs> covering here, but with regards to these ones specifically, it's going to be a little bit dependent on how you run your business and, and your billing and, you know, those kinds of things. I would say monthly, um, I would definitely be looking at these. Um, it could potentially be more frequently, but, you know, if you're typically billing on a monthly scale and, you know, those kinds of things, uh, a lot, which is uh, fairly common in service-based industries, um, monthly would be the time you would want to be looking at these. Okay. So now that we've covered those KPIs and and focusing on the percentage of those, what are some other financial percentages? Because I know we you touched on the P&L a little bit earlier. Um, but I know there's a couple others that you wanted to highlight in this episode. Yeah, for sure. And I know um, the performance of the business year over year, we're going to be looking at the P&L and percentages and those kinds of things. Um, we're also, go though, going to be looking at a balance sheet, which we didn't really touch on. So the balance sheet's really a, a good picture of the financial strength of your business. So we also want to kind of be monitoring what's going on there, um, what's growing, what ratios do we have, what percentages are things growing by, you know, what percentage ratios do we have going on debt to equity, etc. So I don't want to totally abandon the, 
the balance sheet on there. So just something to also keep in mind without getting into a lot of the nitty gritty details. The balance sheet is a little more, I guess, technical in the accounting side of things. I think people like inherently understand the profit and loss statement a little bit yeah. easier. So, but the balance sheet does does show you the growth of your business and the strength of your business. So we also want to make sure that we're looking at that on a regular basis. And, and the same thing goes there. Percentages really give us that context too. So if you're not you know, as familiar with looking at balance sheets and those kinds of things, um, you definitely want to learn a little bit more of that, uh, maybe get an advisor to help you understand, you know, those kinds of things and work there. So I just want to make sure we brought that up, that it's not it's not ignored in this conversation either. <laughs> it's, it's all part of it. Also, you want to be looking at your bu- budget uh, side of things. So percentages in the profit and loss and, and in the balance sheet, again, we can look at historical trends, we can look at industry specific really both is what we want to be looking at in establishing our budgets for the year and our plans and our goals right and kind of keeping those in line so maybe we have an x revenue percent goal based on the amount of growth we think we can handle and then we're going to set our salary budget at x percent of that revenue goal perhaps right so we want to be setting our budget also keeping those percentages in mind. And then as we're looking at our budget actuals, we can also use percentages to see where we're at in those budget. Like how far along are we? Like I'm sure you do with the marketing budget, right? Okay, we've got, you know, we've used 50% of our marketing budget for the year. What's the plan for the other 50% and where are we at with things, et cetera, um, to help, you know, make sure that you're maintaining that throughout the year, making adjustments as you need to. So I just wanted to also bring those to light as well, that those are very helpful things from a percentage perspective to keep in mind. Okay. So now that we've given given us some examples, and I think from what I'm hearing, basically you can take any number that is impactful for your business and look at it from a percentage point of view. It doesn't have to be just the, like, you're not sitting here listening to the episode, making a list of, okay, I need to look at turnover, client <laughs> right. staff, I need to look at utilization. Like, you think about right. the things that are most impactful for your business, and then you can look at the data in this way to make it more mean- meaningful for you. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely true. And I think, you know, the point of this is just to kind of understand the kind of the power of percentages and some different areas that you know, to bring to light, I guess, where you might be looking to use them. But yeah, it's really any number in in your business, as as it is with generally in life, too, is, you know, really gives that context to what's going on. It gives context to, like we talked about industry comparisons. I mean, if you're comparing yourself to somebody in the industry and, you know, maybe you're a $5 million business and they're a $30 million business, um, you know, that the numbers aren't going to mean a whole lot, but the percentages are going to drive, right? So um, right. it's going to be, you know, what we're looking at to get that apples to apples comparison and trend setting comparisons as well. And uh, we also planning we talked about budgeting but you know forecasting our business i mean percentages help to drive those types of things too of course to make sure that we're if we really know the drivers of our business and what percentages you know things are driven by and sometimes it's percentages I and mean, it can be other things as well but percentages are definitely really important in that we can really forecast out you know how our business um, is going to be in the next 3 months 6 months etc so that we can really 
know the impact of something's going to be. So say, I, I just want to give an example of this because that's kind of maybe hard to wrap your head around. So if we have these drivers in our forecast for salary, for supply costs, for what have you, and we know all of a sudden that, hey, our biggest customer has decided they're going to leave or what have you, and it's going to take three months to transition them or whatever. So we go into the forecast from a financial perspective and say, okay, we're going to take this off and we know it's going to impact certain drivers underneath it based on how our drivers are set up. So then it's going to show us, okay, this is the impact in three months that we need to, you know, we got a little bit of time to figure out how to fill in the gaps or what do we need to do from that perspective so those forecast drivers can really help so budget's more static as we talked about before forecast is more moving but the forecast drivers and percentages help us to predict what things are going to look like whether that's in a positive light or a negative one we lose a customer or maybe we got this big giant contract that's going to come in and we got to be ready to take it in two months how many people do we need to hire you know what do we need to do um right. that kind of thing as well so fantastic Well, I think this helps people just, uh, you know, understand the importance of how we're looking at data because it can get overwhelming. And I think this gives a better, more succinct way of of looking at things. And like you said, giving it context. So before we wrap up this episode, are there any tips or tricks or anything that sticks out most that you would give to somebody as far as advice when it comes to looking at things by percentages? Yeah, I think I would say, you know, I mean, don't, there's a lot of things to, that you can do with percentages. So don't get wrapped up in the, ah, I can't do all this. Um, just start with the important things. Um, I would say if you're looking at a profit and loss statement for your business regularly, which I hope you are, put those percentages of income so on there so you can see like start start looking at what does that look like you know if you haven't done that in the past um that's definitely a, a great first step to starting to take a look at those kinds of things and just again data without context is meaningless so we need to put that context around it so and then maybe if you are doing the PL one start looking at other areas of your business that you can look at kpis and and looking at those percentages and start start putting them together once they're established they're way easier to maintain so a little bit at a time get them established get them on your scorecard start maintaining them um and then you know you'll have a way better idea of how your business is doing and what's going on and how to you know take next steps to grow your business great thank you so much katina i appreciate your time and helping us walk through the importance of that and, and understanding how it can really take business to the next level and managing everything All right. If you have any questions about this episode or anything else that we cover, feel free to reach out to us at info at pjscpas.com. And if you'd like some help looking at your P&L or balance sheet or budget with percentages, we are here to help. You can sign up for a free discovery call on our website at pjscpas.com forward slash contact. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Keep that momentum going, and we look forward to seeing you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.